erotic, the pressure one, Heavenly Father. But Heavenly Father, we need your mercy. We need Heavenly Father, your grace, Heavenly Father, to take us through Heavenly Father. That's why, Heavenly Father, we can say, come, Heavenly Father, interpret your way to your children, Heavenly Father. We ask this in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You may have the comfort of your seats. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So where we... Where the here where we have read and then we see that God chose Adam to have dominion on to have a, a dominion in the garden of Eden. So that now he can have a dominion. He, he, he can be above everything in the garden of Eden. Hallelujah. And then he uh, in that garden of Eden, and then the man and the animal kingdom was in harmony. Amen. And we see that that was the first covenant, uh, covenant that God made with the man. That now uh, animals and a man they should be in harmony. And Adam should have dominion uh, over them. And then, moreover, God said uh, to Adam, Thou shalt eat of every tree in the Garden of Eden. But he commanded that now, of the tree of knowledge that is in the midst of the Garden, Thou shalt not eat. And the day thou eatest die from that uh, tree of knowledge, thou shalt die. And then now uh, we see as Adam uh, continue in the Garden of Eden. Amen. And then he broke that covenant. Hallelujah. And then surely Adam didn't uh, live for a thousand years. He died. Hallelujah. And then we see that now uh, that harmony that was there was no more there. The animal kingdom and the man and then there was an enemy. And then now uh, I want to bring you to this uh, uh, heading. Where, where are thou in this Abrahamic age? Hallelujah. Amen. This is the age that we are living in. The prophet says it's the Abrahamic age. And then we know that in the Abrahamic age, God, where we have read in Genesis chapter 3, he make a covenant with a man. When? Hallelujah. And then now Abraham was to keep that covenant. covenant. But the first one, it was broken by a man, Adam. And then now uh, the second covenant, God made it with a man. And that was with Noah. But now we see that now uh, also in that age, 
stage the man fail God. And then that covenant was broke. Hallelujah. Only in the age of Abraham. Amen. And then it was given and Abraham kept that. That's why he is called the father of our father of nations. Hallelujah. And then through him we see that faith. So where are we in this Abrahamic age? Amen. So all commandments of God should be kept if we are to survive this wrath of God. Amen. In the garden of Eden, man fell and then he died. Hallelujah. So what about us in this age? Amen. We are no better from the old saints. God is also going to destroy us if we, we, we cannot Amen. keep his commandments. Right. That's why I'm saying this evening, where are we in this Abrahamic age? Are we, are we going to survive? Hallelujah. Where we see this wickedness in our age. Amen. Hallelujah. And then uh, the prophet says, if we can, if, if in this age that we are living in, if God cannot punish this generation, then God is duty bound to raise Sodom and Gomorrah and apologize to it. But we know that God is omnipotent. His word is final. As he did to Adam in the garden, of Eden, as he did to Noah's age, he will do it to our age because he's is the unfailing God and unchanging God. So I'm appealing that now we must go back to the basic of commandments of God in this Abrahamic age. And then the first one is just to believe that he is God. You want him close to you or inside of you, you must first believe that he is God. Hallelujah. Faith. Faith. Hallelujah. I say you must believe that is faith. Now, faith is that revelation. There's where I want you to stay there. It's a revelation. He has revealed it to you by his grace. It's nothing you did. You didn't work yourself up to into faith. You never have faith. It's given to you by the grace of God. And God revealed it to you. Therefore, faith is a revelation. And the whole church of God is built upon the revelation. Hallelujah. That is in the spoken word. Works is faith expressed. Hallelujah. And then we see that uh, paragraph 89. Paragraph 89. 
But see, Abraham believed God. That's what God saw in him. He believed it. But when he went acting as though it was already it was already done. That's what men saw in him. That's what men saw in Abraham. Abraham believed God. That's what God saw in him. He, he believed it. But when he went acting as though it is already done, that's me, me and you can see that from Abraham. And that's the same as it is to us. Because our works express what faith we have. But Amen. if we are afraid to act on what we believe, then we do not believe it. See, you've got to believe it. Back to basic in this Abrahamic age. So, so it has been revealed to him. So he believed it and was acting as though it has already took place. Hallelujah. If I can give you an example, if you study a degree or a diploma, first you see yourself having that degree or that diploma. You imagine you behave as if you're having it, but you haven't even yet and then as you study that degree then you grow in it you have knowledge in it you are patient with this degree irrespective how tough it is paragraph 99 work is faith expressed paragraph 99 work is faith expressed well that's the same way with preaching the divine healing or anything else as you go alone, you begin to learn. If you don't learn, there is something wrong. See, you've got to learn. You've got to learn how to accept God and what it really means. Hallelujah. Back to basic in this Abrahamic age. Because, because God is infallible, so has to be his word. Hallelujah. Amen. Paragraph 8, hear ye him. Paragraph 8, so no man is any better than his word. I am no better than my words. You are no better than your word. God's no better than his word. And his word is part of him. Your words part of you. My word parts of me. So God being infallible, his word has to be infallible. God being omnipotent. His word has to be omnipotent. So you see, is the value of it. And it's an invitation to every mortal on earth 
if it be received right and the prophet says but if you turn it down it's no value at all the same if I may make an example in business if you believe in it and you believe in yourself then you are going to grow in that business hard work then at the end you are bound to succeed the same with Christianity you must first believe you repent you get baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ then the teaching follow to grow knowledge in what you believe in so that you are placed deeply in Christ as the word says to your faith and knowledge back to basics in this Abrahamic age if the word of God says where two or three are gathered in my name I will be there you just believe it and use that to call God to pass by you when you meditate alone with his word you can call him to visit you if he said so it will be so Paragraph 11, hear ye him. Paragraph 11, hear ye him. So you see that it doesn't take a great big things to bring Christ. It doesn't take great organization, neither does it take great churches. It doesn't take great gatherings. Hear what the prophet says. He says, but it takes the sincerity of one heart to bring him. Hallelujah. Back to basics. That Ethiopian Enoch, when he was reading the Bible, and then he was just stuck there in the word of God, even if he didn't have the understanding, but God, he was seeing in his heart. Then he sent the the spirit to Philip to say Philip go and reveal it to, to that Ethiopian Ethiopian that's why the prophet says it just takes sincerity of one heart to bring him so hallelujah if you are expecting God and uh, God will use a man hallelujah you must just have your heart must just be right with the word. You and the word must just be right. Then you will always see the blessings of God. And then God will not never descend himself to come to you. He will use a man. So you reject a man. You reject God's blessing. Hallelujah. The same that uh, uh, with Paul. After he has met that pillar of uh, uh, light, he was blinded. Hallelujah. But God wanted to heal 
is blindness. God didn't descend. Hallelujah. But he sent him. To a prophet in the city. To pray for Paul. Hallelujah. So that his blindness can go away. So that if we can just go back to the basics. We will see God God. In the move. Hallelujah. We know the father of Moses. He prayed for the deliverer. And there was Moses. God uses a man. Amen. To answer your prayers. You are praying day and night. Watch that person next to you. Amen. He will come and talk to you. Hallelujah. And you will never realize that now God is now in a move to answer your prayers. That's why I say, where are you in this Abrahamic age? Hallelujah. Amen. In Revelation 3.17 He says, because thou sayest I'm rich and increased with goods heaven have need of nothing. Thou knowest not that thou art wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. That's uh, the spirit in our age. Amen. We believe in ourselves. We have pushed got away. He, he is even asking, he is even knocking at the door to say that open your heart so that I, God, can come in. But now before you realize that stage, you will go up and down doing your things. And then at the end of the day, you will see that now these were far from God. And then you will sweat and sweat. And then the only thing that you need to do, seek the kingdom of God first. And everything shall follow. Hallelujah. So we mustn't rely on our intelligence. Let every word of a man be a liar. Let's stop to say that because we are gifted with this, then we want to be glorified with those gifts. Gifts and calling are without repentance. That's what Paul says. Malachi 4 says you can't base your eternal destination on gifts. Gift is a minor. He further says Malachi 4 you can't measure in a minor. Let me just clarify this. To those that are at school you know that you are taking accounting stream or you are taking the science stream. 
Those are the majors. But you can't measure in life orientation. There is no thing that you say life orientation, then I'm going to measure in that. It is good you can have it. But it's not a major. That's what the prophet is saying here. He says gift is a minor. Further on, you cannot measure in a minor. You say you believe in your gifts. The devil can impersonate gifts. So, why rely on a thing where the devil can impersonate You must just fly higher to be where the devil cannot arrive. Amen. We see in the age of Elijah, Israel has departed from the order of worship. And then God through the, uh, the order of his unalterated un- Word of his prophet. Hallelujah. Thanks for that. Hallelujah. And then he restoreth uh, the, the form of worship. Hallelujah. And then what has happened to the 400 prophets? Genesis 2.17 kicks in. In that day where thou eatest from this tree of knowledge, surely thou will, surely you will die. And indeed the 400 prophets died. So now let us cut all these unwanted things. Paragraph 50, Jehovah Jireh. That's what the matter with the church today. It's under emotion. It's under education. It's under creed. No wonder it's smothered down. So we need a circumcision to cut the whole thing away. Come back to God and His word and believe it the way it's wrote there. And don't argue with it. Just stay with it. God made a promise. God keep His promise. He can't do nothing else but keep His promise. That's why He is God. He is omnipotent. So let's cut away those unwanted things. You talk about humility. Now it's a foreign language to Christianity. If I step on your toes. If I wrongly touch where your things are. If I touch where your heart is. All is you. And if I touch on that, hey, I don't even want to know what will happen. And then I'll realize this. In all the what I've said, I step on your tongue, I touch on your things, or I touch where your heart is, I haven't talked about God. I haven't said now I've touched 
But see, you explode. You explode to things that are dying. Mm, you say people are talking bad about you. Oh, oh, now we are having this. The prophet calls them the eye, eye diseases. Absolutely no humble. But here, what God says. Uh, humble thyself a blessing in this uh, Abrahamic age Chronicles uh, chapter Chronicles 2 chapter 7 verse 14 Chronicles 2 verse 17 Chronicles 2 chapter 7 verse 14 you've got it brother if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from the from their wicked ways then will i hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land bazithobe abantu bami ababizwa ngegama lami bakhuleke bafone ubuso bami baphenduke ezindleleni zabo ezimbi ngiyakuzwa ezulwini ngithethelele isono sabo ngibaphilise ngiphilise izwe labo haleluya Amen. There it is. Humble yourself. Seek the kingdom of God. And God will hear. And he will descend and visit you. But, but now we rely on our strength. We rely on our intelligence. That's why we cannot see God on the move. We want to take the battle upon ourselves. That is his battle. So if it is his battle, I must just be in him. Hallelujah. And then the battle will be won. Hallelujah. Amen. And then God says, vigilance is mine. Amen. Mm. That's why in Genesis uh, 12 verse uh, 3 I will bless them that bless thee and curse him that curse thee and in thee shall families of the earth be blessed. So we are in this Abrahamic age and that's what we need to do because God said now whoever that curses thee, he will curse him. Hallelujah. Not yourself, but God. That's why I say, where are you in this Abrahamic age? Let us go back to that faith. Uh, Proverbs chapter 16 verse 16 from verse 16 to 20 we are 20 Proverbs 16, from verse 16 to 20. How much better is it to get wisdom than gold, and to get understanding rather to be chosen than silver? The highway of the upright is to depart is to depart from evil. He that keepeth his way preserveth his soul. Proverbs 16 
Pride goeth before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. Better is it to be of an humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoil with the proud. He that handles a matter wisely shall find good, and whosoever trusted in the Lord, happy is he. Hallelujah. That's why I say, uh, let us go back to the basics so that we can see God uh, taking a move. You know, in the army, uh, when the army is uh, raging on, if the captain sees that now uh, they cannot win it, Amen. There is this way that they use that now. There is a retreat. Hallelujah. Amen. Retreat. What is the purpose? It's just basic, just to regroup and to strategize. That's why I'm asking you, where are we in this Abrahamic age? If we see the journey going tougher, let us retreat. Let us go back to the basics. That faith, the faith that Abraham Head. Let's go and make it a, a, a life again. Remember, therefore, from whence thou art fallen. Repent. Do the first works. That's Revelation 2.5. You just repent. You do the first works. Amen. And God will come. Hallelujah. So now in this Abrahamic age, uh, this age that we are living in, we are lukewarm. Hallelujah. We are depressed. Amen. We see the dark always. Just pause a little bit. Call his name. Humble yourself before him. For sure he will hear your prayer. Hallelujah. The unconditional covenant that God made with his people. The unconditional covenant that God made with his people. Paragraph 85. 85. Now I want to say something. You can never make yourself something that you are not. If you are if you are just impersonating Christianity, no matter if you are preaching the gospel, you need an altar call in your soul. That's right. If you are trying to act like that person that's a Christian, you are miserable yourself. Knowing in your heart that you are not. And if the 
fruits of the spirits don't follow you. Mm, what are those fruits of the spirit? Long suffering, goodness, meekness, gentleness, patience. Hallelujah. Then you need an altar call in your heart. You just feared hell and started off trying to be a Christian. Hallelujah. God has to call you to be a Christian. Hallelujah. God, uh, the prophet says in this uh, demonology, paragraph 91. Amen. He says those fruits of spirits, they are supernatural. Amen. If you are having long suffering, meekness, hallelujah, goodness, patience, uh, they, the prophet says they are supernatural. The whole armor of God is by faith. We haven't got one natural thing of this world. Everything of a Christian church is a faith act. Look at the armor of God love. Joy, peace, long-suffering. Patience. Is that right? Everything supernatural. Nothing natural. So we don't look at the things natural. Because we are operating supernatural. And the only way we can base it is faith. Is on, is on what God has said is the truth. We look at the unseen. And we call those things which are not as though they were. Like Abraham did. Do you, do you got that one? Abraham called uh, those things which was not like God did as though they were. Being 100 years old, he didn't stagger not on the promise of God through unbelief. Hallelujah. He believed it and it happened because this unfailing God he never forget his promise. Amen. Hallelujah. That's why I say let us cut all those things that are unwanted from us. Uh, I like what uh, the other professor, Professor Francis Frey. Professor, Professor Francis Frey. Frey. And in the book called Uncommon Service. Uh, Uncommon Service. He says the number one obstacle to excellence is the desire to be great at everything. You can't be great at everything. You can't be better than your competitors at all the things you do. You have to be great at some things and unapologetically bad at others. Hallelujah. 
And then this, uh, you can relate it to Christianity. In the family, as the husband, I'm having a helpmate. Amen. He's my helpmate. Because I cannot be good in everything. He is my advisor. Back to the basics. Hallelujah. He is my advisor. My helpmate. You talk about the order of the church. You are having a pastor and elders. Back to the basics. Any trouble, then you'll go to the office of the pastor. Just back to the basics. Then you'll see God unfolding. You will see God on the move. Don't want yourself to be great. Humble yourself. Hallelujah. If you do these basics, you can't go wrong. Hallelujah. That's why I say, where are you in this Abrahamic age? Hallelujah. Where we are giving the blessings unconditionally. Hallelujah. Uh, in Jehovah Jireh, paragraph 39. Uh, paragraph 36, let's start there. Uh, let's go back. Now we are Abraham's seed if we are in Christ. And then if you are Abraham's seed, you have the same faith that Abraham had. Because it was his faith that we are talking about. Especially in the church now, it's the royal seed of Abraham. There was two seeds of Abraham. One one of them was natural, which was Isaac. The other one was Christ, which is the promise. So through Isaac, Israel was blessed. Through Christ, he became the father of nations. See, so the royal seat, how much greater that will be than natural seat of Abraham. So if you are in Christ, if you have a super seat, a super to what Abraham was, because you come by the royal seat, Christ, Christ, Hallelujah. If you are dead in Christ, then ye are Abraham's children. And you have Abraham's seed and Abraham's faith. And Abraham's faith was in God's word regardless of what took place. Hallelujah. He called those things which were not as though they were. Because God said, so, what a promise. Hallelujah. He's making the Abrahamic covenant. 
according to Genesis chapter 12, it was given unconditionally. Therefore, it's eternal because it's unconditional. Not if you will or I will. He said, I have already done it. Amen. Not I will do it. I have done it. That is the basis of faith. God is determined to save a man. He make a covenant. If you will, I will. Hallelujah, man can't keep his covenant. So God saves men by his grace. Under a covenant that's unconditional. Oh my, never ending. That was all of it. Amen. Three perfect. Adam breaks the first covenant. Noah breaks the second covenant but through Abraham it's unconditionally and it's given and that's the reason we are in this Abrahamic age and we are Abraham's children Amen so now that's why I say let us go back in this Abrahamic age Amen. Just to do the basics. Hallelujah. Are you not happy with this uh, Abrahamic age? We can live above it. Through Christ Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That was all that I have for you this evening. As we stand up, and uh, sing a worshiping song. Hallelujah. And then the pastor will come to come and wrap up everything. And I know he will also continue with this message. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, come, let us
many are blessed this evening. Amen. Abrahamic age. Maybe just to wrap up, if they can just flash Genesis 18. From just verse 19. Amen. I think it just sums up what you have heard tonight. Can we read all of it there? For I know him. Amen. Wouldn't it be beautiful in this age if God can say, I know him? Or I know her. Amen. You've got to be known by God in this Abrahamic Because he knew Abraham. He could entrust Abraham with his commandments. Amen. Abrahamic age is a rapture season. Uh, we operate by faith. God is in a man. There's a lot that is happening under the Abrahamic age. The covenant is unconditional. Melchizedek is on the scene. Sodom and Gomorrah is about to burn. The messenger is in the house. Hallelujah. Sarah is getting pregnant. Hallelujah. A lot is happening there. God bless you. Just a round of applause for the words. Amen. It was just a spot on brother Dipadi. Amen. God bless you richly. Let's say heal your people. Amen. Well, we are going to close with a word of prayer. Amen. The Abrahamic age, you call things that are not there as though they are there. Amen. Because you know the one that called you. It's just just a beautiful thought. Amen. We can go and expound on it. Amen. Because Abraham speaks about us. Is there Abrahamic material in the building? Hallelujah. The people that have got the ability to see things that are not visible. Amen. By eyes of faith. Amen. God bless you, brother. Amen.
sing it for the last time. Heavenly Father, we are very much thankful this evening. We've heard about this Abrahamic age. And Lord, we believe that Abrahamic children are upon the face of the earth that possesses the Abrahamic faith that will translate their bodies, dear God. And we've heard tonight how we need not to rely on our strengths, how we need not to rely upon our intelligence but you rely on thee, Heavenly Father. And Lord, it was such a, a beautiful thought of how it came about. And Lord, we can see ourselves in Abraham. Because as well, we are beginning to speak about the things that are not there as though they are there. And that is why our brother has indicated that before you finish the journey, you must have envisioned the journey having been completed. And that is why it takes faith to have that clarity of thought. And Lord, in this day, as Abraham was unshaken, I believe that there is a church upon the face of the earth that shall be unshaken. No matter what the devil does, no matter what winds are blowing, there shall be a church that will suit the image of Abraham. And the weight and the message is here to ensure that that church is here. And Heavenly Father, we know that during the time of Abraham, you came and embodied yourself in a body and went to the house of Abraham and spoke to Abraham face to face. And I believe that this Abrahamic age is no different. God must descend and have a face to face encounter with his people. And that is why we've read the scripture that says, For I know Abraham. Oh God, that is my desire that you could say about me in the end time. And I believe it is the desire of every man and woman in the building for the almighty God to say, I know him. I know her. She will command her household according to the commandments of the Lord. Help us, oh God, to remain separated from the world, especially in this closing hour. Help us always to look at the weight and feed our faith by the unadulterated weight of the living God. Bless our brother, dear God, for having prepared such a, a blessing message to us. 
And Lord, whatever he may go as he reads in his study, may you continue to reveal yourself more unto him so that next time he could extract more from you so that he can feed the church of the living God. And thank you, dear God, for using him in such a special way. He has spoken to our hearts and the way it has touched our hearts. I, for one, the way it has touched me. And I believe that there are men and women in the building that the way it has touched, dear God. We'll be living this place. We need your traveling mercy because we have inherited your enemy. The devil used to be your enemy, but now he has become our enemy. And we need your protection, Heavenly Father, as we continue to wrestle against this enemy. But we've got one message for him. We are not here to fight him. We are here to enforce his defeat because he was defeated 2,000 years ago and he stands no chance against the church of the living God. He give us the boldness to confess and to declare our victory as we commit everything to you. And for the rest of the week, we commit it to you, dear God. We don't know what it holds, but we are not concerned about that because we know who holds it, Father, as we commit everything to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Brother Dibadi. It was a beautiful thought. Amen. Sunday, Brother Obed Dioka will be here just to continue where he left off. Amen. Are you not happy to be served in the manner that you are being served? For somebody to take their hours in the study room read that spoken word maybe not find anything move to the next spoken word connect with this anointing there is a lot that a minister goes through before they come to the pulpit and that's why whenever we say amen we just appreciate what God is doing through that man because he spent he labored so that you can be saved if you ask me between preaching and being preached to being preached to is very nice how many sisters know that when you cook yourself you don't enjoy the food that you cook but the day they cook for you you enjoy the food it's great to be served and so brother Dibadi served us tonight and all the ministers that come they serve us and, and, the, and what I like most they love this messenger I can always connect between when a person preaches loving the messenger and without loving the messenger. He who does not love messenger becomes irresponsible. But who loves the messenger becomes responsible. Because there is a standard that the messenger has set. 
so we are led with all the ministers that God is using here. They continue to be blessed. Strengthen and remain unshakable. And bless the treasures of the heavenly kingdom. God bless you. you. Can give us a dismissal song. Nine o'clock we are here. On Sunday. And the, the earliest bed catches the better seat. I have always been prayed that the church must be full. I've always been praying that the church must be fearful on Sunday. Not because we are chasing numbers. Because if you know that even if I arrive at 10, my seat is ready. Some people don't even see the need to come early. So these days, if you come late, you can stand. Amen. Your seat is not guaranteed. God bless you. Have a blessed week. Amen. Abraham's blessings are mine. Abraham.